It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Well, it's time for another edition of the Smart Money Questions. Walter Storholt here alongside Matt Hausman, the founder of Old Security Group, serving you in Metro Philadelphia, Delaware, and Northeast Maryland as well. Matt has offices in Westchester, Pennsylvania, and Newark, Delaware. You can find us online by going to smartmoneyquestions.com and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher as well. Matt, what's going on? I hope you're doing well, my friend. Doing good, enjoying that summer. Let me tell you. Yeah, well, it's winding down, so you better be ready for uh, better be ready for fall. It's pretty much knocking on the door at this point, right? And thank goodness that means football. <laughs> yes, <laughs> finally. I is should say upon real us. football. We already have the uh, we already have the preseason going on, but with uh, all the starters going. Yes, exactly. I, even if you don't like football, there's just something about having it in the background. You know, as the temperatures are cooling and the the breeze is blowing the leaves around the you know around the streets or around the yard, there's just something about that time of year that just makes it my favorite. It's not necessarily the game of football, but just the fact that it's on tells you so many other things that are good that are happening. I love fall; it's the best time of year for sure. I agree. October to me is the best month because you've got all of the major sports going on, and you're really getting into the good games. Let's say with college football, with pro. Mm-hmm football NBA is starting baseball's winding down so you're getting into the playoffs you've got hockey I mean it's just it's like you said it's everything you know yep it's uh, it's good stuff no doubt about it well on today's podcast uh, on the smart money questions we're talking about maybe a 401k isn't for you and this might seem a, a bit odd of a title for today's program because so many people across America uh, maybe even you have a 401k it's been part of sort of the American workers life for so so many, many years now. But in many cases, Matt, your 401k can, it can be your best investment vehicle, but in other cases, it may not be the place to put all your money or to keep your money. We're going to give some examples of when a 401k might not be for you. And the first thing that comes to mind, Matt, and you can probably take this in a few different directions would be, if you don't have an emergency fund, maybe a 401k is not for you. Why would we say that? Well, first of all, you want to recognize why an emergency fund is so important beyond, let's say, funding the 401k. And that really has to do with, in the event you have an emergency, where are you going to go get the money? If the money's sitting in your 401k and that's the only place you can go to get it, you're going to be restricted to the rules they have on that plan. What's the loan opportunities, the hardship provisions, things like that. Or if you're just going to take money out, you're really going to get hit with taxes, possible penalties. So the emergency fund, I always tell clients, should always be, and every client has a different threshold on what's in their emergency fund. Whatever you want to have in there, it should be liquid, it should be safe, and it should not have any restrictions on you getting access to the money. So normally that's going to be a savings account or a money market account. And guess what? The tax man doesn't even have any knowledge that you're taking that. So the emergency fund is the first place you want to place your money before a 401k. And that's, uh, again, a really good reason to uh, – that's not necessarily saying you can't have a 401k you know, at, at your disposal, but you don't be contributing to it if you don't have that emergency fund set up. So understand the nuance there. Now, another situation where a 401k might not be for you is if your employer – 
doesn't match contributions, which is too bad when that's happening because it's a great benefit when your employer is basically giving you, you know, free money on top of your salary to go into that 401k. But if they're not matching, why might a 401k be the wrong answer for somebody? Well, if they're not matching, that means you're not getting free money, right? And it's not that a 401k, maybe you still don't contribute a little bit, three, five percent, but then you want to be looking at other opportunities. Do you qualify for Roth contributions or just a simple after-tax investment account? Let me, and most of my clients know this because they've been attracted to us from our tax message, but I find it so interesting that all of the mainstream media and all the gurus out there are always talking about, they don't really talk about the employer match as being important. So they just say you should be max funding your 401k. So then I have people that are 59, 60, 62, and they come in and now they've got this huge bag of money that every cent that comes out is going to be taxed. And my question is, when you were listening to the gurus and reading Forbes magazine or Fortune or Smart Money or what have you, did they, or your CPA or your current advisor, did they ever talk to you about the exit strategy of a 401k? And invariably, the answer is always no. No, no one ever talked to me. Well, I'm going to unfortunately be the messenger on what that exit strategy looks like. And usually that's when clients get, they get a little perturbed. Oh man, they're really taking it to us. They get you going in and get you going out, right? But if they would have put money into a Roth, as you should anyway, even in the event you are having the opportunity of a match into the 401k, the Roth exit strategy is tax-free. So that's the best type of money you can have. An after-tax account, when you're investing in that, is you can take advantage of capital gains, hopefully long-term capital gains. And the taxation on those gains is much lower than the ordinary income taxation on all 401k distributions. So again, if the employer isn't matching, maybe you do three to 5% to get some tax relief now, but you also wanna be looking at that Roth contribution and an after-tax investment account to take advantage of different taxation issues when it comes time to distribute that money. So 401k might not be for you if you don't have an emergency fund, if your employer is not matching your contributions. And we could also add to the list, if you're swimming in debt, a 401k might not be the best fit, at least at the moment. Oh, if you're swimming in debt, you can forget the Roth, you can forget the after-tax investment. (laughs) The debt has to be paid off. And I would, I'm, I'm hoping that that would just be common sense for many people, but I know sometimes people are looking at it in different ways. I'd rather have this money over here and then my lending or my debt is using somebody else's money. But the reality is, you know, interest rates on CDs and savings accounts have been low for a very, very long time. But the reality is interest rates on debt have outside of mortgages and home equity lines of credit credit card debt, consumer debt has been pretty expensive. You know, student loan debt, seven, eight, nine, 12%. If you can pay down that debt, that means you're not paying that expense. And then you can look to invest. But definitely if you're swimming in debt, don't even consider the 401k or any of the other investment options I talked about. As a matter of fact, you need to be looking at paying down the debt before you're creating a large emergency fund, in my opinion, because the debt really becomes an albatross. 
and you really want to get rid of that as soon as possible. Yeah, that's when you get on sort of the uh, the Dave Ramsey strategy, right? Of get the little emergency fund up, then pay down the debt, then get the big emergency fund up, and go from Correct. there. Yeah, that might be one of the only things I agree with him, but that's, <laughs> that's definitely one. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll save the disagreements for another podcast. Yeah. I'd like to get into those. That would be good. Um, I imagine one of the complaints would be the uh, yeah, just just pick a mutual fund, you'll be fine. Um, <laughs> and you'll earn eighteen percent. Yeah, you'll have eighteen percent. Life is good. Move along. Yeah, we'll talk about that on another podcast for sure. So maybe a four hundred one k is not for you if you're swimming in debt. What about if you're worried? You know, you kind of touched on this a little bit in terms of Matt the exit strategy. But what what if you're worried about future tax increases and that you might be exposed to that risk? Why would a four hundred one k not be the best place for you to shelter your money? Well, that would actually be good if someone's thinking about that because then they're thinking about the exit strategy for the distribution on that money. And, you know, whenever I ask an audience that I'm speaking in front of or someone that's in the office, a client, where do you think tax rates are going to go? You know, 90% of the time they're going to go up. And so you want to keep that in mind when you're contributing to the 401k because the way that works is you get tax relief today on your contribution, which, by the way, is a marginal deduction. And when you take it out, including all of the growth is going to come out at ordinary income tax rates at whatever the prevailing tax rates are. And, of course, including all your other income. So if you're worried about that, you definitely want to be considering other more tax efficient vehicles than the 401k. For sure. Absolutely. All right. So one more item to throw onto the fire here, Matt. If a 401k might not be for you as a place to put your money or to keep your money, and that's if you're no longer working at the company. I'm sure you see time and time again people bringing in what we could call an old 401k that they left with a previous employer and never you know, moved that money out of the prior employer. Why would we include that here on the list of why a 401k might not be for you? Everyone listen to this, okay? Is everyone right around your whatever device you're listening to, you should <laughs> huddle, always, huddle around your radio, huddle around. Yeah, huddle around the radio, right? <laughs> Everyone should always move. Let's say that, in fact, I just had someone in the office the other day and their current 401k is with a pretty large company and the old company is moving the custodian and administration company to Fidelity. And he was asking, should I just keep it inside the 401k, moving it to Fidelity or should I just move it to Fidelity into an IRA? The answer is move it to the IRA because now you're no longer restricted to the rules around the 401k that you're participating in or not participating because you're not working there anymore. You're restricted to those rules versus when I move it to an IRA, now my investment options dramatically open up. So for instance, I'm gonna, it's Fidelity. We'll just use them as an example. Fidelity has a platform where you can invest in all different types of investment options compared to keeping it in the 401k plan where there might only be 20 to 40 to 50 investment options. And that's all you can invest on. But if I move it to an IRA, it's a non-taxable situation, which means when I move it, I don't pay any taxation, but I get to choose now from a multitude of investment options for creating more diversification or whatever you're wanting to do as the investments underlying in the IRA. 
Well, those are all pretty good arguments and reasons for why a 401k might not be a good fit for you. And, and Matt, to be clear, we're not saying that all 401ks are bad and not a good fit. And even if this is the case, even if you no longer work at the company, it's just, hey, it's worth the conversation about how a 401k might not be for you. I suppose any of these situations with further analysis, we might be able to find, well, actually, you should just stay in your, in your 401k. But for many people, it's going to be a wiser decision to do something else with those dollars, with those funds, to help solve whatever ailment or, or problem financially that they're having. So what Walter's talking about, you want to be able to look at everything where all the money is at the different institutions, the different type of plans, the different taxation to decide, does it make sense to leave the money in that old 401k or does it make sense to move it out? You really want to have a holistic view. We don't want to just do a one-off and try and make a decision. I had someone in the office earlier this weekend, they came in to talk about one specific account. Well, the reality is to make a educated recommendation, we need to be able to look at everything. How is this going to fit? What do the other portfolios look like? How can we put the whole thing together to accomplish what it is you're wanting to get accomplished in your goals and dreams. And again, if you want to reach out to Matt Hausman and his team at Old Security Group, all you have to do is call 610-719-3003. If you have uh, one of these kinds of uh, 401k accounts, you know, uh, lying around, not doing any work for you, or you left it with a previous employer, or maybe it's, you know, not a good decision for you to continue contributing to that account if you're not getting the match. These kinds of questions are what need to be asked when you're putting together a financial plan, a retirement plan. 610-719-3003. Again, your number to call. And Matt, before we wrap up for the week, would Actually, I... Actually, Walter, and I wanted to yeah. throw in one other thing. For so just remember, it's not just a 401k. It's really any qualified employer-sponsored retirement plan. So a 401k, a 403b, uh, a SEP plan, let's say you were self-employed before, a simple IRA, any of those qualified retirement plans that are sponsored by an employer are the opportunity to move out. Yep. All great points and makes a lot of sense as well. Great minds think alike, Matt, and uh, I'm right on board with you there. So not just 401ks, but all those other plans you can lump into this advice pretty much as well. Uh, visit us online anytime, smartmoneyquestions.com. That's where you can listen to past podcasts. It's where you can uh, subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher as well. And you can get in touch with Matt and the team via that website as well, smartmoneyquestions.com. Coming up on next week's podcast, we're going to talk about some of the common planning complaints that we hear from people all the time. Stuff like, my fees are too high, or my advisor takes way too much risk with my money, or, you know, I only hear from my advisor every once in a while. We'll talk about those common complaints and what you should do about them, how you should evaluate uh, maybe the situation that you're in with your current advisor. We'll talk about that on the next podcast, so be sure to join us then on Smart Money Questions.